Welcome to the podcast of Where Love Touches People. Thank you for tuning in. In this Let's Talk About segment, we dig deeper into everyday issues and the impact on our spiritual life. Welcome to another episode of Where Love Touches People. Um, I think if you, uh, for the listeners who are not aware, Where Love Touches People is a slogan uh, of our church community in the Rock Brisbane. Um, and we say it all the time, every single week when we meet. Um, but maybe uh, for some of us, maybe we're not exactly sure uh, what love really is. Maybe we're not, or maybe we're still wondering how can we live out this slogan in our lives. Uh, so today we have brought our very own pastor, uh, Pastor Hani, who's, who's followed God for uh, roughly 40 years now, uh, to give us some insight onto uh, what love is. So thank you so much for your time, Mom. Oi, Andrew, how are you? Yeah. So I um, guess um, I was, as I was reading up uh, in preparation for today, um, I was thinking, oh, when, when you say the word love, what are the things that you think about? So I've like I've I've searched like online and, and saw some people's responses and people uh, seem to say a couple of things about love. They think love is sharing. Uh, they think love is sacrifice, um, service. Some people think it's uh, relationships, and some people think it's also related to sex as well. But what about you, Om? For me, because I'm a pastor, you know, for me it's very easy because your Bible written is God is love. So love is God, you know. So I believe one thing that every one of us, you know, must experience the touch of his love to transform our lives completely. So you there, you know. So there is a God's love. Mm. And also our lives is totally different, you know. When 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 you see from from the light of God, you know, that is God's love, and that is your life. You know, you cannot separate your life cannot separate from God's love if you want to have a transformation of life. So that is what I experience in life. Yeah, um, when you say transformation, what sort of transformation I guess happened in your life when you? experience God's, God's love yeah yeah in my my life you know transformation happened let me see in 15 of May 1980 I don't know you exist yet or not but no, not yet 1980 <laughs> you know but you know at that time you know I remember right now I remember on Paul's prayer of the saints in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 18 he wrote these words, you know, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Here you find the immeasurable love of God. Nobody will know and tell the overall of the love of God. 
beyond our thoughts and understanding. You know, that's what I talk about God's love. And right now, you know, the scriptures say, let's talk about our lives. You know, you are not content because of what you do. You are content because of how you see God, how you see yourself, and how you see others. Let me give you my testimony now. You know, because this one is, I experienced, you know, from God's love to transform my life. As a young man, before the acknowledgement of Christ, I have tried to satisfy my life with pressure of eyes and the lust of flesh. But in the end, you know, of the day, I honestly have to say, everything is vanity. Mm. And this is not what I needed in life. But you know what, Andrew? I have no power to get out from this circle of destruction. I am living in fear because I cannot see how to make a living with my condition now. I have tried to do whatever I can and dissatisfaction and insignificance are the inside feeling. And then when I have reached the peak of frustration and depression after tried so many things, as the way out of including drugs, alcohol, and debauchery. You know, the Lord Jesus, this is an amazing thing, the Lord Jesus visited the junkyard and found me in the pile of garbage. And he took me as his precious treasure. That's immeasurable love of God. And that day, I still remember, I never forget this day, 15 of May, 1980, Thursday night. You know, Thursday night. Actually, that day is my sister's wedding anniversary. Mm. And usually, you know, as a young man, you know, Andrew, I will skip the event whatsoever. But at that day, I was so stressed out and don't want to go out with my friend. At the same night, my brother-in-law came into my room and challenged me to try a new thing in my life. He told me, that this new thing will completely change my life and give hope to my future and so on. You know, for a desperate man, whatever that will change their lives and gives them hope for a living, they will try at least give a thought of it. So, you know, I asked him, I asked my brother-in-law, what is, you know, what is the thing that you want to offer me? And he pointed me, blended, he pointed me like this, you have to receive Jesus Christ. Mm. Receive, you know. Receive today. And I can guarantee, the Bible says, God will change your life. You know, in my, what you call that one, ignorance. You know, because I'm desperate, man. Whatever that will change, I try, you know. I, I just pray quietly in my heart, you know. Mm. Lord, you know, if there is you, I just try, I want to try three months, you know. Like a free trial? Yes. <laughs> like a free So I just want to try three months of this kind of living that I never tried before. Mm. And if it doesn't work, sorry God, you know, I will go back to my old life, mm. you know, to my friends. So at that night, I received Jesus Christ on that room and really submit my life, submitted my life into God's good hand. Mm. The scripture says like this. He left 99 sheep and looked for the one 
that is lost until he finds it. I experienced that one. Jesus found me. And few weeks after the accepting Christ and baptized by water immersion, you know, I experienced what the Bible had said, born again by the Spirit of God. I became a new person. Andrew, you won't believe it. I became a new person, had a new life purposes, an inhabitant of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So you know what? The rest is history. Mm. 40 years after that, I am not only following Christ from afar, just as a normal Christian, but I am following him as his disciples, mm. serving him from his kingdom and humanity. 40 years so far. And I believe because of God's immeasurable love, I still continue for several years until he comes. Wow, that's, wow. that's awesome, Om. <laughs> I think uh, some of the most striking things that I think I received from your testimony is that you mentioned before that you were looking for a satisfaction right. in a lot of things that you couldn't, and you couldn't get it outside of Jesus, is it? I try everything in this world and never satisfy. Oh, yes. I can laugh with my friends, I can enjoy it, you know, seems like enjoy it. But when I, you know, back home, you know, I go back home and go to my room, you know, I cry. Mm. Is this the purpose of my life? It's mm. nothing, zero. You know. I think when, when you say finding satisfaction, finding the purpose of life, it's mm. especially relevant for, I guess, people my age, the young adults, people who are seeking for um, like their purpose uh, I've, got, I've got a couple of friends who have asked me before that oh, hey Andrew I don't really have a purpose in my life when people come or, or maybe when people come to you asking a question like that you know, what sort of advice would you like we are creation of the mighty God you know. if you want to know the purpose of life why this creation you know been created by the creator we have to go back to the creator because everything is in the mind of the creator before he created the creation did you get it mm. so if you want to know yeah, your purpose of life you have to go back to the owner of life itself you know to the source of life itself is god so if you go to god and ask, what is the purpose of my life? I believe, I strongly believe, he will tell you what is your purpose of life in this you know, earth. Wow, how great is God's love for us that he has created a purpose for us, yeah? That's right. Yeah, but I guess for you who, have who has followed Christ for so long, for 40 years now, mm -hmm. there must be some times when things have gone quite difficult but how is it that even you know even when these difficult things come, uh, when you have to face difficult circumstances, how do you remain faithful in loving God? Yes, I want to relate this one with loving God, you know. But I don't want to break what what kind of uh, uh, action or what kind of things that I do that prove that I'm loving God. Mm. You know, you ask me, you know, 60, 60 years old man, and I already worked almost forty years through valleys and higher grounds with Jesus. Perhaps, you know, for, for the listener, you know, I need more of your attention about, I gonna, you know, to explain now. You know, 
it's been considered like loving God 301. You know, if, if the, you know, the first one is 101, but <laughs> this one loving God 301. You know, yeah. like a lesson loving God 301. So like this, if we call love doesn't take us beyond ourselves, it is not really love. Let me repeat again. Mm -hmm. If we call love doesn't take us beyond ourselves, it is not really love. If we have the idea of love, is char characterized as cautious, wise, sensible, happy feelings, a lot of laughter, and never take to the, to the extreme, we have missed the true meaning of love. This may describe affection, and it may bring us a warm feeling, but it is not a true and accurate description of love. Mm. Have you ever been driven to do something for God not because you felt that it was useful or your duty to do so, or that there was anything in it for you, but simply because you love him? Have you ever realized that you can give things to God that are value to him? This is incredible. You, know? mm. you have to know that God is waiting for you to give him something that value to him. Or are you just sitting around daydreaming about the greatness of his redemption while neglecting all the things you could be doing for him? I am not referring to works which could be regarded as divine and miraculous, but ordinary, ordinary things, simply human things, things which will be evidence to God that you are totally surrendered to him. Mm -hmm. Peter. Remember Peter in the Bible, Andrew? Mm -hmm. Peter showed his love toward Jesus by saying like this. It's written in John chapter 13, 37. You know, please pay, pay attention to this one. Peter said like this, I will lay down my life for your sake. And he meant it actually. You know. Peter had a magnificent sense of heroic. Even Jesus does not ask anybody to die for him. But listen to the question that every one of us need to, to answer it. Verse 38 from John th chapter 13 say like this. This is, this is uh, Jesus, you know, question Peter back. Mm -hmm. Will you really lay down your life for me? You know, I realized one thing, Andrew. It is much easier to die than to lay down your life day in and day out with the sense of the high calling of God. We talk about disappointment in life. You name it, what kind of disappointment I experience it. You know, I've been in the lowest moment in my life. But I understand one thing. We are not made for the bright shining moments of life, but we have to walk in the light of them in our everyday ways. There was only one bright shining moment in the life of Jesus, and that was on the Mount of Transfiguration. It was there that he emptied himself of his glory for the second time, and then came down into the demon-possessed valley. For 33 years, Jesus laid down his life to do the will of his Father. Mm. You know, even the, the Apostle John wrote, in, in his first epistle, it's read like this. It's, it's written like this. By this we know love. B 
because he laid down his life for us and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren and yet it is contrary to our human nature to do so so make it simple to you and me actually this is will shock you we need disappointment in life to bring us to the evidence of our love toward god because we lay down our lives with the sense of god has better plan for all of us simply obedience to the will of the father just like jesus well he was on earth mm. so it's kind of like obedience you know mm. if you want to know what is the simple term of loving god be obedience to whatever the lord wants you you know to be and to do mm-hmm. just like jesus he laid down his own life you know to fulfill god's calling upon his life yeah, yeah. When, when it's like so correct me if i'm wrong yeah. um but i think what i what i got especially towards the end it's like you're saying that oh when things are easy you know loving god quote unquote yeah, is really easy yeah 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 you're right but <laughs> when things become difficult that's when our love is being tested is it and you will find the true love there mm. you know, sometimes you know love is is easy to talk you know you know like me i'm 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 married already with you know the same wife for 31 years If I talk about I love you it's so easy. Mm. But if I want to really fulfill what I said, what I mean it, I love you. I think I need to pay everything, you know, until until the lots coming back perhaps, <laughs> you know. Yep, yep. You know, love is not easy. Yeah, easy to say. Easy to say. <laughs> Reminds me of the uh, the Bible story where you have the two people, one is the rich guy who went to give his um his tithe and the poor guy who only gave Lazarus, like yeah. one like the one coin oh yeah 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 okay yeah, the the, the widow yeah 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 the, the the widow yeah well yeah so as i guess as part of of loving god i guess it comes with like within one package that we also need to be loving others yeah mm-hmm. so how can we i guess love others in a way that pleases god All right. I remember like this, you know, before before he departed, you know, uh, to carry the cross and departed back after resurrection. You know, the new command or a new command in the New Testament language, specifically from Jesus, you know, words is love one another. Even in John chapter 13, verse 34, he said like this, a new command has been given to the disciples to love one another. In fact, this is not new for humanity. You know, to love one another is not new. But why Jesus told the disciples, "I give you a new command." Mm. You know, you know as a religious people, absolutely any any religions, you know, will teach you how to love one another. That's why This is quite interesting things when Jesus say a new command you know I give to you to love one another because I remember in the old testament in the book of Micah I think 
the book of Micah chapter 6 verse 8, it says, what does the Lord require of you? What does the Lord require of you? To act justly, that's number one. Mm -hmm. The second one, to love mercy. To love mercy is toward others, you know. You have to be compassionate. You have to love them. And the third one, to walk humbly with your God. That is in the Old Testament. And mm. you know. So what, what Jesus meant of his new command? This is quite interesting. You know, because that scripture is not stopped there. In verse 35, it's uh, verse 34, it says like this, you know, a new command I give to you, love one another, comma, as I have loved you. So you must love one another. So the complete the complete set of the, the, the scriptures say, a new command I give to you, love one another, as I have loved you. Mm. This is totally different, isn't it? Mm. You know, you not just can love with your human love, you know, your own strength, but as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Mm. So it means we must love others just like the Lord has loved us. Whoa. Did you get the point there? Mm. Did God forgive you when you made mistakes? Did God still love you when you were repented from that sin? Did God give a second chance and trust you again after you failed him plenty of times and so on. I can continue this list, you know, question upon question. That love, you know, immeasurable love of God toward us. We have to really apply this immeasurable love of God toward us to, you know, others. We have to love others just like Jesus loved us. That's tough. So many mm. people say, that's tough, pastor. Mm -hmm. mm. That's impossible, pastor. Even some people say, it's crazy. That's Christianity is crazy, impossible things. But you know what? I realized the source of uh, how we can love one another is like this. The fountains from which love flows are in God, not in us. You have to really agree with me this one. You know, because our human love is so shallow, you know. But the fountain from which love flows are in God. It is absurd to think that the love of God is naturally in our hearts as a result of our own nature because His love is there. His love is there only because has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. That's the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 5, written there. So if we try to prove God how much we love Him, it is sure that we really don't love Him. Let me repeat again. This is like really tricky. You know, sometimes so many people boasting, you know, oh, I give, you know, to this uh, social, what do you call it? Cause. Organization, you know, to the orphanage, to the whatever, you know, whatever organization that work, you know, to help so many uh, people, you know. They brag, you know, about how they love God and how they love one another. You know. But the truth is like this. If we try to prove to God how much we love Him and how much we love others, it is sure that we really don't love Him and don't love others. 
because the evidence of our love for him is absolute spontaneity of our love spontaneity of our loves which flow naturally from his nature within us mm. do you remember you know about Romans chapter 5 verse 5 is like this you know because has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit his love his love has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit so let's look back you know mm. we will not be able to determine why we did certain things but we can know that we did them according to the spontaneous nature of his love in us the life of god exhibits itself in this, this spontaneous way because the fountains of his love are in the holy spirit that's why i cannot give you the satisfactory answer perhaps you know what kind of things we do as the evidence of mm. our love toward others you know we cannot say oh if you pray to others you know if you give money to others if you give food to others you know i cannot say that one because everything the judge that whatever you know that you do whatever that inside your heart the judge is god himself i can give you you know shake hand i can give you good comment whatever you do in action you know. but the most important is like this the spontaneous things that came out from from your your heart this is very important because you know because everything everything that come out from your life as a result that you have an intimate relationship with the holy spirit that must be come from god mm. you know? that's why once again i cannot give you satisfactory answer you know how to love you know what what is the evidence how to love god and how to love uh, how to love one another mm. but i can guarantee i can guarantee one thing this one andrew listen to this if you lay down your life for god's will your life will reproduce something great and spontaneous for the best interest for others you know one saying i would like to give you you know as loving others 101 this is 101 mm. it's like this what most people need to learn in life is how to love people and use things instead of using people and losing things you know loving things you know. so let me repeat again what most people need to learn in life is how to love people and use things instead of using people and loving things mm. came out from your self-interest and focus on the interests of others i believe if you do this one you know if you practice this one that show us i cannot give you five star or four star or whatever that's the judge is god but i can tell you know you become a great blessing for others and i can tell that's the proof that you love others as jesus love you mm. i hope you got it the point it was a really long response but i guess i'll just help to sum, sum it up for the listeners as well um so to love others it is part of the new commandment to love others as jesus has loved us and it's of course it's impossible for us to do 
if we try to quote unquote prove our lives uh, our love for other people we're surely going to fail yeah? yeah absolutely yeah but that's also why um uh, you mentioned earlier uh, that the bible says that it's the fountain of god's love in us yes to the Holy Spirit. Five, chapter 5 verse 5 yeah right. and it's through the laying down of our lives for mm-hmm. god that we're able to to love other people yeah yeah in in practice what does it look like uh, to depend on god to love other people like this you know if you find something you know there is no coincidence in life sometimes you know. the request you know the accident the event sometimes you have to ask what do you want me to do with this you know these people and whatever mm. you know the spontaneous things that from your heart you know if you close enough you know you can listen to the his voice you know that voice will tell you you know what you should do to these people mm. and when you do spontaneous you know you don't focus anymore you know you will receive back you know their praise or you can get something from these people because everything is you know come from your life and god knows you have it so you have to give it mm. sacrifice without feeling like you lose so much you know that is what i call is spontaneous you know things that the holy spirit will improm in your your heart you know okay well thank you om well yeah well So since we touched on Jesus's new commandment, um I think it's also related to the two greatest commandments that Jesus also mentioned. So the first was to love God with all that you are, mm-hmm. and the second one is to love others as you love yourself. Okay. And I think uh I guess this I guess this question is a bit uh I guess the idea of self-love has been trending in the past couple of years, but what do you think about self-love on Yeah. So many things that uh motivation uh, mot- motivator uh give you the what you call it one the steps you know how to love others and everything but I go back to the bible you know hmm. uh, let me continue on the John chapter 13 verse 35 yep. you know in verse 34 it say like this Jesus gave gave the disciple a new command you know and 35 he explained Verse 35, he explained why it's so important in loving others. The Bible wrote, you know, like this. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Let me repeat again. Jesus said, by this all men will know that you are my disciple if you love one another. Jesus did not give this command to the angels. or anybody but to the to to his disciples you know his church on earth surely he said this because he knew about his death and resurrection and he will leave his church on earth you know to us to the disciples to be representative of his person his nature and his attribute so first of all god needs you and me here on earth to bring his kingdom comes on earth mm. that's why we must love ourselves andrew by what by taking care of our life by taking in charge of the temptation that we face in our flesh 
by taking your life, you know, in such humility before God and before men. Pay attention to the cry of your body. You cannot neglect your body for the sake of ministry or in the name of God. Because the scriptures say you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God did not take care anymore, you know, whatever that belongs to you, you know, belongs to your uh, responsibility to taking care. That's why take care and love yourself so the Holy Spirit can always use you for the sake of his kingdom. Just in case like this, you know, uh, I have experienced overdoses, you know, uh, with drugs, you know. But let me connect with this one. If if we overdose in loving ourselves, absolutely it will kill our spiritual lives, and we are becoming fleshly again. We become Christian flesh, you know. That's not good for the testimony, you know, because God. God told us, you know, let men see you, you know, see me as you loving one another. Yeah. So we are become representative of the Christ kingdom on earth, you know. Surely we don't want to start in the spirit and end it in the flesh. Mm-hmm. I think I can explain this one. Well, so it sounds to me like you need to have a good balance here. Absolutely. So you need the wisdom to have the good balance of you know, looking after yourself, but also not putting yourself ahead of others, I guess, in, in a selfish way. Is that right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm, wow. Thank you so much, Om, for your insight today. I think we talked a lot about love, yeah? Uh, we discussed how, um, I guess, from your testimony that you know, we can only find satisfaction, you know, satisfaction and purpose in our life through God's love. Yeah. yeah. And that it's also um, because of God's love, because of the Holy Spirit, and that we're able to, to love other people uh, as well um, in a way that pleases God, you know, through the spontaneous, I guess, relationship we have with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And finally, that we do need to strike the right balance in loving ourselves uh, and also loving other people that will be effective ministers uh, of God's kingdom, yeah? You got the point, Andrew. Yeah, well. I hope all the listeners got the point also. Let me give you one last word, you know, because this is my experience as a young man, 19 years old. You know, I try to look for the meaning of love, you know, the meaning of uh, life. Mm. I can give you this one. You, know. you can look anywhere and everywhere, but you will never find love that is purer and encompassing of everything that God's love. I guarantee that one. You know, because I experience it and I treasure it. God's love deeply in my heart. Hope this talk will help and will bless everyone. Amen. Thank you so much for your time, Mom. 